Okay, so hi, my name is Petty LaBelle and you are listening to Millennial Spaces and today we're going to discuss the Lizzo situation, so let's get into it. So a lot of you probably have heard of the situation already, but I'll give you like a quick recap before I go into it. So it's pretty much Lizzo at a basketball game and she's wearing um, a t-shirt dress, I would consider it, that... um, kind of is cut out when it comes to her butt and yeah she was dancing shaking her ass you know what people do when they're happy sometimes um and it was because her song came on and the cheerleaders were dancing to her song as a way to pay tribute to her and she got very excited so she decided to turn around and shake her ass and and A lot of people got upset about it because they were like, you shouldn't be doing this. This is not the space for it. Um, Talking about her body. So, yeah, there was a lot of controversy and a lot of uh, people upset about her showing her butt and having like her butt pretty much be placed on a public video and to be seen across the world or the nation, whatever you would like to call it. And I think this whole topic is just interesting. It's just interesting how people, um, I'm trying to be as calm as possible. So that's why I'm trying to think with my words before I just like, like verbal diarrhea. Um, so that's why I'm saying, um, I'm sorry. But yeah, back to the point, a lot of people were upset. And then they were also upset because it also had to do with her prior post on Instagram. She posted like a semi-nude, I would say, of her butt on her, her bathroom counter, I think. And a lot of people were saying like, you shouldn't be doing that. Like, why aren't you wearing underwear? Which is all interesting. So, just to give you a little backstory before we get into this topic, okay. And before we get into my opinion, you know, because I feel like um, some of you may not have heard the situation, so it's just important for us all to be on, like, a similar playing field to have a conversation about this. So, let's really get into it and my opinion now. Hello, Millennial Spaces. I'm back. We got to catch up. You know, I hope everybody's doing well. I know it's been a while again, um, but let's just get straight into it. So I know I'm late to the party, but today we're going to talk about the Lizzo situation because I feel it's very interesting the way everybody's talking about it. And I know it's a little last week, but still, we're going to dive into it. So Thank you for joining me in this conversation. And if you want to continue this conversation after I speak about this issue, of course, you can talk to me on through social media. Um, I have Twitter and you could also message me through Instagram. You could DM me. You could comment on my post. So, yeah, let's get into it. Okay, so let's get to my opinion about this conversation because everybody's talking. Everybody has been talking. 
But I think it's just interesting how people are discussing the whole Lizzo situation as if she's making us look bad. First of all, let's dissect who is the us and who is she. So a lot of people who are using this idea that she's making us look bad are black people who are thinking she's making us look bad in front of white people. And I think if we're normalizing that idea, we're normalizing that y'all need to get your shit together because you are still being colonized in your mind by white people by making sure that you are perfectly pictured and perfectly organized and structured to make sure you get white acceptance. And if you're living for white acceptance, you're not living for yourself. So honey, get it together. This should not be the reason you are living. And we should not be policing a person because she is looking, she is looking, she's acting in a way that white people are uncomfortable. Your existence as a person of color makes a lot of white people uncomfortable. So I don't get the difference. Why is it when she's shaking her ass, that's what makes it uncomfortable? And why do we have to normalize this idea that this one person of color is speaking for all black women? She's not. She's not. She is herself. She is Lizzo. She is whoever she is, but she's not a community. And we're allowing these notions that she is a community to be normalized. When she does not speak for all of us, she speaks for herself and she knows that. So you're taking away your power by saying that um, she's making black people look bad to white people. Because what you're saying is that she is the whole image of blackness, which she is not. She is a figure and a community but she is not the figure of the community. But you're taking your own power away by saying she's the figure of the community. Um, And then I think it's also interesting how a lot of people were saying she should not be showing skin like that on public, on national television. What about the children? Oh my God, the children. Motherfuckers, please, y'all need to stop because your children are watching nastier shit than she's doing. Let's be honest. I can relate back to when I was a kid. I was doing some nasty shit. I was watching some inappropriate stuff. And whatever she was doing is tame compared to what your kids are actually doing. And if you're not comfortable with bodies, you need to get that together because it feeds off to your children. And your children will learn that negative behavior of self-loathing. And I just think it makes no sense why we always make an excuse to justify, but the children, as if children are not smart enough to know what's going on. When you're being a mean person, kids feel it quicker than adults because they have not been regimented into these strict routines of what life in society is supposed to be structured like. So they already know that that person is a bad person before adults know that that person is a bad person. And let that put that aside. I've worked with kids for so long and it's so interesting that every parent wants to think that their child is so innocent. Honey, your child's not innocent. I've worked with kids that were in grade three talking about sex and I was sitting there like, what the hell? Why are they having these conversations? Because our society has been built around sex and sexual gratification. What do you expect? And just because you think you're sheltering your kid doesn't mean you are. Because they can find it on Instagram, they can find it on Twitter, they can find it on YouTube, they can find it on Google, they can find it on anywhere that has social media. And we're not even, let's not even get to the idea of their other friends and family members who are also placing sexual ideas upon them. 
So for you to blame it on a person who's living their life outside of this whole issue that you have about making sure everything's safe for children is stupid. It's really stupid. I'm not calling you stupid, but I'm calling what you're doing is stupid because it makes no sense to pretty much belittle a child's understanding and knowledge to think that they don't understand what's going on. And the only reason she's being treated this way is because we sexualize certain body parts. If we didn't sexualize these body parts, she would just be dancing. There would have been no meaning behind it of her shaking her butt. Like, yes, her butt is out there, but why? For me, maybe I'm just different, like, but I don't care. You know why? Because it's not my body. And who am I to be choosing how other people live their lives and put their presence out there into the spaces and I think it's so interesting how we want to micromanage other people's bodies and how they move because we're not comfortable not only with them moving but that we can't move that way and feel that free and it's so under it's so interesting to like think about how it's okay for us to micromanage people and it's okay for us to specifically move in a western eurocentric way And we have to always follow the rules. We have to be in line. We have to make white people feel comfortable. We have to make everybody around us feel comfortable and forget about ourselves because ourselves don't matter as long as everybody else is comfortable with the way we're moving. That's not realistic. Not everybody gives a fuck. Some people want to move the way they want to move because they feel comfortable and they feel confident. And why should we be hating on her because she's not moving the way we like? If you don't like it, turn off your TV switch the channel but you know it's funny because you're you're putting a lot more effort into issues like these that aren't even if that's this is a non-factor it's not even an issue we're making it an issue by having this conversation about it and i think i'm part of that problem where i'm having this discussion about it but i also think i'm also bringing a different perspective than a lot of people are bringing in But it's also interesting how we have all the time in the world to talk about these issues, but the issues that are really important to society, we ain't got time for. But yes, we can talk about Lizzo shaking her ass on TV because that's important. And what about the children? Darling, get out of my fucking face. It is not that deep. We're literally making it that deep. It really isn't. And it's so interesting how... We see her as over-sexualizing herself. But what about all the Instagram baddies? Y'all know y'all talking about all these Instagram baddies who have such a fine figure and they look so good. And oh my God, she just posted a nude and she looks so hot. And it's okay for them to post nudes. Them to do things that are sexually explicit, but not Lizzo. And I think it's interesting. And everybody loves to say it's a time and a place, but there is no time and place unless you make a time and place. And because we've made certain parts of society to be strict and rigid and boring and miserable, that when somebody brings in happiness, we're upset that they're not moving the same way we are, which is ridiculous because not everybody has to move the same way as you. And it's causing a lot of judgment and negativity. And I think it's interesting because a lot of people said this, and I think this is very true, that... People are also upset about how confident she is and her no fucks given because even after this incident happened, she went on uh, Instagram live and she pretty much talked about how she didn't care about y'all. And I think that probably made people even more upset because everybody thinks that their opinions are important. 
let's be honest, not everybody's opinions are important and not everybody will care about your opinion. Let's just put that out there because that's fact. And whatever you feel doesn't didn't didn't and doesn't matter to her. So this conversation, she's literally restating it's a non-factor. It's a non-motherfucking factor. So it makes no sense for us to be putting so much weight on this topic when it's not that deep. It really isn't. Um, If you feel like your children need to not see this, then shelter them. But don't worry, honey. They're going to find it out somewhere else. Just because you think you're doing a good enough job, you're never doing a good enough job sheltering them. And... I think sheltering a kid makes certain situations even worse because you're not actually having a conversation about your bodies and about what it means to be sexual and what sexual activity means and what is consensual and what is non-consensual. You're just shutting down the conversation in general. It's so funny how we want sexual gratification, but we don't want to talk about consent and being sexual and what that entails. And we just want to ignore those conversations and skip to talking about how sexy everybody else is and it's so interesting because everybody's like not on live national television honey people shake their asses at the vmas what's the difference people shake their asses at the football games what's the difference with the cheerleaders doing it and with her doing it on the sideline i don't get it it makes no difference everybody's moving their ass it's not that deep like everybody likes to make this excuse for the time and the place and i still don't get that because we structure society to be in a way that makes it so boring and like I really don't care that she did that it doesn't affect me it really does not affect my daily life at all in five years from now this conversation will still be a non-motherfucking factor because it's not that deep it's so interesting how we pick and choose what things are important, how we have selective anger and selective outrage to things that are silly to be outraged about. But when it comes time to be outraged about serious issues, no, crickets? Oh, do you hear that silence? Right, crickets, bitch, because nobody's fucking talking about them. And everybody's ignoring them. And everybody likes to get on the social media applications and whatever you want to fucking call whatever one you use and vent about things that aren't that deep like it's so what so motherfucking what and there are a lot of people who probably believe different than me and that is okay we don't have to believe the same thing we don't even have to think the same things we don't have to be around the same ideology But it's so interesting how we put so much effort and emphasis on things that don't matter and then forget the things that do and then are surprised that things don't change. Of course they're not changing because you're not changing anything, honey. You're just sticking to you. I'm going to quote some high school musical. Y'all bitches are telling her to stick to the status motherfucking quote. And she said, no, 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 no. And y'all are pretty much trying to say, if you want to be cool, just stick to the rules and stick to the stuff you know. And she doesn't want to stick to the stuff that society wants to pressure upon her and force her to be as a big black woman. She wants to change that narrative. And that's not a bad thing. Because sometimes change is better than our routine, even though our routine feels better because it's all that we know. 
but doesn't mean the status quo is the best quo. So, yeah, that's pretty much my opinion. And I remind you, emphasis on my motherfucking opinion. I didn't ask for um, judgment on why I feel. And as I stated, we could all believe different things. We don't have to believe the same thing. But this is my opinion. And I'm not saying it's fact. But some of the things that y'all doing, you're acting like it's fact. When it's not fact, it's an opinion. And opinions aren't facts, honey. Get it together. And if I feel this way, this is how I feel. Remember, you don't have to feel the same way. But this is my opinion. And if you want to have a discussion about it, let's do it. Let's let's get into the nitty gritty. I don't usually do like very pop culture stuff. But I'm just getting reeled in because I'm just so curious why it's that deep. And why people have conversation about certain things. But yeah, so... If you want, you could message me on Twitter, Millennial Spaces One, or you could message me on Instagram, and that's on period. So, thank you for everybody who stayed in, who listened, who like deconstructed why we. Let's deconstruct, actually, why we think what we think. And I'm out. It's, you know, it's your favorite, Petty LaBelle. And we'll talk soon. And you've been listening to Millennial Spaces. Peace. This is that once in a life.